0: Welcome everyone you were listening to and perhaps uh, watching Hot Sauce Sports. Also, that's not the name of the show. It's not Sauce for Work. I was about to say, might be talking to Hot Sauce Sports. That also makes no sense. Making far less sense in far fewer words will be none other than Terry Tam. How's it going, Terry? <laughs> it's
1: been good, man. I've just, I've, uh, the last couple weeks, I've been into uh, uh, hockey cards, like buying hockey cards, mm-hmm. so... Uh, I have the like, there's these, right? Like, I have a few rookie cards. I got a, bu- a bunch of random stuff. Like, sometimes I don't even know. It's like, I get them. It's like, this looks nice, so I'll just put it in this package. You know what I mean? And yeah, then it makes sense. I have two, I have a binder full of hockey cards, too. I've become addicted to this shit. So, I feel like, Oprah, you get a rookie card. You get a rookie <laughs> card. Everybody gets a rookie card. It, it's and, far, it's yeah. far
0: less expensive than what I've been doing. Uh, like everyone else, like you, Terry, I've, uh, you know, gone through my place uh, 50 times during quarantine looking for stuff that i have lying around and i decided not only would i start playing guitar again but i would start trading them around to acquire more fender telecasters it's a very 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 expensive hobby i don't recommend it for anybody uh speaking of people whose taste is far too expensive how are you doing eagle
2: i mean it's only expensive if you can't afford it so. It's like Michael Jordan doesn't have a gambling problem. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Eagle,
1: Eagle has the high, the like a very expensive taste for a guy who can literally live off of candy bars or candy oh, yeah. in general. Straight up. But but he has like a high, like a refined palate. He likes a good liqueur. You know, he's like he's a refined.
0: Eagle's Eagle's
1: apartment fits in my bedroom. Yeah. But like <laughs> it's terrifying. Half his but apartment is, is like a gaming console, and the other mm-hmm. half is like everything else. Like an I mean, yeah. I need somewhere
2: yeah. to sleep. Shit, need right? So.
0: <laughs> it's all, it's all with space.
1: Yeah, he works from his like his uh, his gaming chair. It's like one of those big ones that has like a hawk coming out yeah, of he... it. You know, like one of those. So it wouldn't be a hawk
0: though. It would be a, an eagle Terry. An eagle. <laughs> got to be consistent
2: then. You got to be consistent. Really? Imagine it's he gets a hawk. The only then... bird. I'm literally named after a fucking bird and you picked another one. Really. But imagine Eagle
1: goes and he gets like a custom chair and it's a hawk. And then the guy's like, why hawk? He's like, well, I don't know any other animals. And he would be like, isn't your name Eagle?
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> What's your point? I'll take it. I'll take two. Because you know what they say. Two hawks makes an eagle. Uh, just like two I shrimp think. don't make a cinnamon toast crunch. Uh, speaking of things being in the wrong place today. I don't know if you saw this story. No, I'm sure you did, because this is how we I... introduce topics in Podcastland. land. Uh, what happened was uh, some pictures circula- circulated on the internet. Um, well, actually, Simon Toast Crunch uh, made the news twice this week, uh, because after Virginia lost in the tournament, um, I think it was Jake Long put out a Twitter poll about cereal, and so... Uh, cinnamon toast crunch one, and then shortly thereafter, I'm sure because the sales spiked so quickly that they needed to package as much cinnamon toast crunch as, uh, as quickly as possible. Uh, pictures on the internet that someone got, uh, what looked to be toastified uh, shrimp. They were toastified shrimp. Toastified shrimp. What does toastified shrimp look like? Well, it, it's like as if shrimp were in basically Cinnamon Toast Crunch, uh, you know, sauce see, I is ne- the wrong word, I didn't, I didn't like Cinnamon
1: Toast Crunch too much. I like French Toast Crunch. You ever had that?
0: I've had it, but Terry, I'm going to change your life. Okay. I don't even eat this. As, I, I don't actually eat cereal. I haven't eaten cereal in, like, I don't know. There you go. The Eagles up the picture.
1: Oh, all right. I have to switch camera views now. You
2: okay. see how there's it's shrimpy? There's two shrimp.
1: Is that an actual... Oh, those are shrimp tails.
2: They appear to be shrimp tails. I mean, it's yeah. 100% a shrimp tail. Look, there's a tail and there's a little part that you try and keep at the bottom of the tail. So, yes. So, yes.
0: But I'm, I'm about to change Terry's life, Eagle. I'm All about right. to change it. Um, so, you, we, we recently discovered a product very similar to Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I don't, I don't actually eat cereal. I haven't eaten cereal, I don't know, probably since I was a child. Because so. you're a terrorist? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I've often heard that, um, but we discovered cinnamon toast churros. We don't eat them in cereal form. We sprinkle them on top of ice cream for like nights where, like you know, we're gonna let loose, have some ice cream, little rocky road, drop some cinnamon toast churros. Changes the snack completely. It's a so beautiful, beautiful snack.
1: That sounds absolutely delicious. What it's I the
0: be- risk of shrimp, by the way.
1: What I used to do is like 1 o'clock in the morning watching TV, whatever, my like midnight snack with ice cream would be ice cream. I would sprinkle like a bunch of um, a chocolate chip on and just slap a scoop of like Nutella on the side, mm-hmm. on the side of the bowl. Like I'll just like kind of swipe it off. So I'll take a little scoop of Newt's and a little bit of the chocolate chip and the ice cream. It's delicioso. And I would also do that with like – I would eat like a vector cereal because I want to be healthy with a mm-hmm. scoop of Nutella on that too.
0: Nice, nice. It's a good way to stay, keep it healthy. Um,
1: But oat milk, it would be oat milk or almond milk, so it's not that bad for you.
0: It's far less healthy for me because I'm allergic to hazelnuts. So uh, I know that it's healthier for you than it is for me.
1: Another reason why you're a terrorist.
0: Um, So like? You know, this guy was obviously looking forward to having a bowl of cereal, opens it up, gets some shrimp. It's fucking weird. Have you guys ever got anything really weird in your food? And I'll I'll go first so I, I can buy you guys some time to think about it. When I was a kid, I actually stopped going to Le Belle Provence for a long time. It's well, not, the best. another
1: reason why you're a terrorist. No I'm no, but have why.
0: To. no, no no. I, I had to go back because it's so incredible. But here's here's why I had to stop was in my youth I found a band-aid in my fries. Band aid is the so, grossest thing. You knowing can, it's you, way worse than shrimp.
1: So knowing you, you didn't call headquarters HQ and try to get more Correct. money. You just wanted the, like another one for
0: free. Not even. I just bought fries at another place because I don't want to argue with somebody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so non- just, How non-confrontational are you? I'm so non-confrontational that if I get a Band-Aid, I wouldn't tell the – in my fries, I wouldn't tell the people that
0: made it. It never even occurred to me. I just, like, was still hungry, so I went somewhere else and got fries. Yeah. That's, That's all. That's
2: all it was. For, it. for me, <laughs> was it would movie. have been Disney World in December – late December – 2000, so we're talking over 20 years ago, we're at a Italian restaurant on one of the, I think it was the MGM Studios campus, if I'm not mistaken, and I ordered uh, linguinis with seafood, essentially, so all mixed up, mm-hmm. uh, tomato sauce, and for some reason, mixed in with all the seafood was a piece of metal, and nice. so they were like, we don't know how that got in there. Maybe it fell from something in the kitchen. I don't know what. I'm sorry. We're gonna replace your meal and comp the entire thing, essentially. So they. And then they you get another well, one.
1: Yeah. Then you get another one, and there's another piece of metal in there. And then they'll be like, "Well, this one we can't explain. It's because shrimp is made out of metal. Mm. It's it's part of the recipe. Be, yeah. Be happy.
0: It's on your cinnamon toast crunch, essentially. Exactly. Oh, uh, Terry, what about you? Anything weird ever happened to you? I
1: can't ever. I mean, I'm the type of guy where I'll just eat it, but it's like.
0: A band-aid I, I, or metal. You'll eat a band-aid or metal. I've,
1: I've been with a buddy of mine where he found a band-aid in a, in, uh, in his burger at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And he um, he just got like a $25 gift card. I'm like, you, you're dumb. You could have just called headquarters. And they would have made you a millionaire on the spot. Like, that's just what McDonald's does. But no, nothing's ever happened to me that I can think of. Other than like a hair randomly here and there, which I'll just pick out. Are you Do you like bring it back if there's a piece of hair in there?
0: I don't return food. I put it aside. And then politely pay for it anyway, <laughs> without ever telling anybody. Because what's wrong with, with you're,
1: what's you're what's wrong with the universe? It's not a bad thing to tell them that something is in the food that should. not be Oh, but be there.
0: they will absolutely fuck with your food. If
1: I if I put it back because there's a long fucking piece of hair, which I wouldn't.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. Th- th- what they're gonna do is they're gonna they're gonna rub it through their ass crack and okay, then so, just double check it for hairs.
1: So you think that they would do that if it was a bad I, I
0: I know that they would do it. They don't care. They don't care why you're sending it back. You send it back. I've worked in the industry wrong. long enough to know that that's what happens.
1: So, I mean, I I used to be a busboy and shit, and I wouldn't – I mean, I don't think that would – I know people are proud in the service industry,
2: yeah. in the restaurant I mean, industry. It depends I know. on who you get, though, and where you're going. Some places yeah, places depends like, on the They'll place. fix it for sure. Like, I remember I was at a place with a, my friend who's lactose intolerant, and he ordered whatever it was, and he asked, like, can you take the – make sure you don't put the milk or the cheese or whatever the whole thing was, a cream, whatever – And so they brought it and it had the cream on it or whatever. So he's like, well, I said I can't have this. Can you make me another one or whatever? So they're like, sure, no problem. Person comes back less than two minutes later with what is essentially the exact same plate. And we know this because he moved one of like the peppers or something in a particular location on the plate. And what they had basically done is just taken it and scraped the cream off and put it back. And I was like...
1: At least put it under the, the heater standard. for like four minutes, you know. Yeah, like, At least like make crisp it, it out. Soon. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Like pick all the pieces that are touching the cream. You
0: know? Or take it all, <laughs> throw, it, throw it back into the pan and, you know, try and reduce the cream a little bit more so they don't see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's the other way to do it. That's the other way to do it. And um, then just show them where the bathroom is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and say, listen, it's not my fault. I was actually in a situation once with my wife. Uh, Shorter risotto. It was crunchy, and the chef insisted to me that I was wrong, and that's how risotto is prepared.
1: Not knowing what soggy. I did for a living,
0: not knowing, you know, risotto was about probably
1: me. the one thing that's like if it's not soggy, it's not good.
0: Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, but there's, gotta... there's
2: a level of soggy though. If it's too soggy, yeah, it's it, mush. Yeah, of well, course no, it can't, so it the can't be a pudding.
0: Like, you can't have liquid. It needs to have absorbed the liquid right yeah. and it was not only was it liquid but it was crunchy it was it was like having cinnamon toast crunch <laughs> and with that Terry it's time for the news
2: I was, gonna, I was waiting a little bit because I figured you didn't have your headset on yet. <laughs> uh, I, I just well, – I could hear
0: it because I'm super deaf, so I have my, my headset super loud all the time. We are still fighting technology all these oh, months no. into – You
1: are still fighting I, technology.
0: I, I don't know what to do. I literally can't use my laptop that only has Skype installed on it. Um, it's only used for this podcast, and yet it still can't uh, perform. Um, I feel like Eagle on a Date Night. It uh, just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Um, have you uh, have you guys been watching the tournament?
1: I have been watching the tournament. I've also been uh, be- doing my mini bets on the tournament.
2: I had Illinois winning it all. I'm very upset. <laughs> I had Illinois in the Final Four. I had Illinois in the Final Four. We talked I had about Ohio
1: State in the finals.
0: Eagle, was, was I the reason that you put Illinois winning the championship? Because no, no, I was so I high on them last show. I had show. It
2: picked ahead of time and everything. I actually have Illinois uh, beating Michigan in the finals. So clearly one of those isn't going to happen. Who knows about the other one?
0: Well, I have I have um, um, Gonzaga beating Villanova. So, um, I, don't
1: even, I don't even know who I have in the final. I'm still alive. As soon as Ohio State lost and Colgate, because I had Colgate and Georgetown. As soon as Colgate and Georgetown lost, I was like, I'm not even going to look at my bracket. There's no point because I had them both going to the Elite Eight.
0: Uh, you weren't on the show last week. We were all saying Georgetown's bad. <laughs> don't, don't fall for Georgetown. They're no, bad. no.
1: I don't know anything about college basketball. So when yeah. I look, I look at teams that I've known. That have done good recently. I'll always take like the number twelve seed. I'll always have them win in the first round. I know how to I win. I always tournament.
0: pick one 12 seed to beat a five seed, and I always <laughs> pick the wrong one. There's always one that does it, and I never have the right one. I, I I've,
1: I've, won, I've won two March Madness brackets, and I know nothing about college basketball because I just play the numbers. Like I I I try to get as many uh, low seeds as possible to win, and if I luck out, I luck out, and it's twenty bucks and whatever. One year I won three thousand dollars. I didn't even know until I got an email saying. These are the four winners.
0: No, no. But I got an email
1: saying, oh, we're going to pay out the winners this week. And then I'm like, "Okay," But I thought I had lost. So I checked the email and there was only four people tagged. And then I went into the pool and I see that I finished uh, second. So I got $3,000. And I was the only person that didn't even pick the winner. I had so many low seeds that I won. It was like four years ago. It was like when there was like like six first round, uh, like six upsets in the first round. And uh, I won because of that, just because of the first round basically.
2: My, uh, I was, my sister-in-law won her bracket last year with a whole bunch of people who actually follow college basketball by picking <laughs> which logo she liked best in the matchups. There yeah, it is.
0: That's how random it is. Absolutely. Thus proving sports analysis is all bullshit. All uh, right. Welcome to the show, by the way. For sports analysis, please like and subscribe. Uh, you won't get better sports analysis than you uh, hear here because, of course, everything we do is based on how much we like uh-huh. logos. Absolutely uh, nothing. Just like, for example, like if you want to pick out barbecue sauce, you choose it by the best logo ever, which is, of course, Mike's Barbecue Rub. Naturally. Minus 10% off. Uh, speak, 10. Speaking
1: of which, uh, Mike's BBQ Rub is doing a golf tournament May 29th at Golf Oasis in Le Chute. We will have a team. We will actually we most likely be having two teams, two foursomes. Uh, and I'm speaking with uh, James D'Andrea of D'Andrea Productions to record us while we play. And we can do the awesome. content piece. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's either gonna be me, you, and Duke. Ego, you're gonna play because yeah, I remember play, you played golf as a kid. I haven't kid. played
2: golf in years, though, so well, I might even better. Play you all, so but you'll lose all the bets.
1: Which no, which means you'll probably be, still be better than me, peas, and Duke. It's so,
0: too- <laughs> so, I just I want to do anything possible to get Terry. I want you and Duke in the same card, and like we'll set up a lipstick mic and just film you guys right. the entire time. I'm it's the best content bucket. ever.
1: You know what? That's a good idea. We put like a camera, GoPro, in the cart. Yeah, that's actually yeah. a good idea. I mean, last night, like great. with no
0: camera there, you almost actually killed him. Like you I, almost murdered him on the spot.
1: I think I was I was capable of murder that day. I was. I was work.
0: I was late. Like I was like an hour late, and you still almost killed Duke instead of me. <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad he was. That's I don't understand I how you were late that day because car, I had a car you issue. Like remember?
1: four minutes away. Yeah, I know you always have a car issue. What? Well,
0: <laughs> The battery was dead. I couldn't get there. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I need to drive wasn't working. And then I went to like, I, I saw I go to the mechanic. The mechanic is awesome, but super sketchy. Um, uh, and I, I kept asking, like,
1: best, so the best kinds of mechanic are awesome, but sketchy. Yeah,
0: yeah. And he's like, I was like, so when's he going to be ready? He's like, uh, no worry. Anytime. Have a seat. How's your dad? I'm like, I can't have a seat. It's the middle of the pandemic. I just need you to get my car running. It's just the battery. Like, show me where they are. <laughs> just show me what. And he's like, oh. Don't worry, I just have to order it. I'm like, order it! You said to be ready today. It was <laughs> disaster. It was just a disaster of a day, uh, but still, still a good time to have my all. Looking forward to that tournament, period. It'll be a good time, especially if you're paired with Duke. Uh, what are your favorite t- moments of the tournament though so far? Uh, uh,
1: honestly, I, I, there's I like the, some certain storylines, like some Cinderella stories, like Loyola Chicago was nice to watch. Oral Roberts, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I think the my favorite story is is, the, like, you see, like, the fans and stuff like that, the limited amount of fans, like, doing dances and stuff. Like, there's, that, that, that's the part about Marshmallow that like, but the best story is by far the Sister Jean lady. I mean, every year, she just shocks me. Like, she's, I just like, love how she's
0: still, now? She's still there.
1: Like, I, yeah. she's just, like, that's... the best human in the world. You know what I mean?
0: I'll, I'll, we'll, get, we'll get the Sister Jean in a sec. I was gonna say, like, you mentioned Oral Roberts. Every time they beat a team, I, I, I think to myself, like, how do you not, as a team, have t-shirts that say, Oral Roberts? Fuck him in the mouth.
1: Or, like, we give oral.
0: that yeah, too. Either way. Yeah. We we're are sex positive. We're <laughs> sex positive here on the yeah, show. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Um, so, we are, we are, I think, two games, two wins away from getting Crutwig of, of Loyola, Chicago. The dude who basically looks like, uh, if Terry was a 50-year-old alcoholic, uh, playing against uh, Sister Jean, Crutwig, uh, of course, playing for Loyola, Chicago. Uh, sorry, playing for uh, Oral Roberts and Sister Jean playing for uh, – there we go. Oh, Crudwig yeah. <laughs> Krud- plays for uh, Loyola, no? Oh, okay. So, no. Yes, It's sorry. My mistake. So, yeah. So, we are two runs away from them advancing to the Final Four. Yeah. Like, how can you not be in love with this team given uh, that they have both parts? If they have Crudwig. They have you. Again, what? just a YM- YMCA athlete paired with Sister Jean. Crudwig
1: looks like he's going to like that jersey that he's wearing. Let's say they win the jersey that he's wearing. It's going to be like hanging off the back of his pickup truck for the entire until he basically dies. Like that's yeah. basically what it is. They're going to be like, oh, what's that jersey? Oh, I won uh, this tournament when I was in college. What college was that? Oh, I was Chicago. Oh, which tournament? Um, I don't know. It was like in March. That's the type <laughs> of guy Crudwig is. And he has no idea while he's like shoveling dead deer off a road or something he like also that. Looks that's great in a
2: suit. He Look at this guy.
1: he's also
0: 46 years old look
1: at the suit it's only a suit like middle aged men wear but that's what I'm saying is that Crudwig is like the ultimate throwback he looks like he looks like uh, a guy who got the job at a bank because of he won a national championship you know what I mean or he became a real estate agent because he won a national championship it's not because he wanted to do it and then like three years later he'll stop he'll and open a landscaping landscaping company then hang his jersey on the back of his pickup truck that's the story of crudwick from now until he dies
0: he also looks like the guy who works at a bowling alley but secretly has the past to the other universe
1: yeah he looks like that too he also but looks I like the guy who ourselves. has like the record of his like hometown of eating like the most uh, candies or like the most pies or something like that he looks like a guy who's like a hero in his in his like little community his little hometown
0: and at the same time he's also won like 100,000 basketball games so there's also that there's also um, that But he
1: has no idea how important those are because he's such a minimalist that he just needs his pickup truck.
0: Pickup truck and a mustache. That's all you need. He's he's like, he's a Jesus and a couple of beers and a whiskey away from a country song. Exactly. That's all it's all he needs. That's all he needs. <laughs> uh, Terry, you, you were here for a discussion with Deshaun Watson. We got into it pretty heavy last week. Uh, we just want to get your thoughts, uh, and, and we'll update sort of the audience about what's going on. Uh, now 16 lawsuits have been filed against Deshaun Watson. Um, his lawyer has responded by saying um, that these, of course, are, are ludicrous and ridiculous. Um, you know, we said last week the thing that always bothers me in this situation is that uh, – you know, the, the way the lawyers respond to it is always that they attack the people who are the victims, because that's how you get sort of sympathy on your side. And that's just that's just what you do as a defense lawyer. Um, and so the thing is, if he's right, then sure, that's great. But if he's wrong, that means that you just made it so much harder for other women to speak, to, 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 to come forward. That said, details are being leaked. Um, and they're not looking great for Deshaun Watson, the guy who we thought would lead a lot of our shows with his free agency or not even free agency, like his sort of uh, trade agency. Let's call it a thing. Uh, but now it's it's become a legal issue.
1: I can't. I mean, I, I, it's hard for me to comment on this because we don't know the, all the facts. But like when it comes out to 16 lawsuits, it's like. Okay, what's really going on here? Is there actually something there? And I'm more inclined to believe that yes, there is actually something there. It's too easy for a, a lawyer of the defendant to say, "Oh yeah, they're just trying to screw them over. It's all bullshit." And like you said, P, this stops other women from coming forward if the number is bigger than 16. Like it's crazy to me. Why is it? Is it? I don't know. I can't understand why it's crazy. To me. Is it cra- why it's crazier to me? that an athlete is doing this or is that he thinks that he's getting away with it while he's doing these things? You know, And I don't want to say that Deshaun Watson's guilty because we don't know all the facts yet, but we don't. Where, there's smoke, where there's smoke, there's fire. That's all I the, the
0: thing, The thing that has me concerned is as you get more and more uh, alleged victims, my thing is at one point with all these you know, cases going to, to, to court and um, you have to think there's a conspiracy with all these women And potentially the Texans, which also doesn't make sense, because why would you decrease his value? And at the same time, make him feel like he doesn't want to stay if he figures out there's a conspiracy. But then let's put all that aside. But just all these women, there's not one woman who this lawyer approached and, you know, let's say, for example, he says, um, here's this plot. You're going to make all this money. There's not one of these women who's like, actually, I'm not okay with that. And then she goes to press and says, hey, by the way, this isn't a legit lawsuit. Don't you think that someone would have cracked at some point that someone's morality would have been above getting funded? Because I I know, for example, if someone came to me personally and said, hey, please, here's this fake lawsuit. Uh, If you do it, um, you know, you're going to make millions of dollars. I have a would have not been okay with it. And B, when I saw it get to the point that it's at now, I would have come out saying, hey, actually, this is this is not a real thing. This is drummed up. This is bullshit. So that's what has me doubting the situation and no one speaks on the, other, on the other side of this, on, on but the it's, like, also,
2: it's also not random uh, women either right like all of yeah. them he has had interaction with so you have to specifically target women that he's had massage sessions with that to then say are this they is all, the massage you're with. Yes. They're all massage therapists
1: they're
0: all massage therapists Yeah, he muscle. seems to have been treating if this is true he was treating massage therapists as like uh, you know uh, almost like a kink a buffet or like a prostitution service right
1: so he would hit on them and he would like touch them inappropriately, and then they would say no. Or
0: well, in was, one case, he like locked the door behind him and sort of made it apparent that he was, you know, being this is, imposing. And this is what uh, you're here
1: for, like, what kind of like Kobe Bryant was accused for?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. With man. a lot, with, like, again, just a lot of different accusers. Yeah,
2: uh, at, the, at the beginning, like I said, it when it was one. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, maybe this has a little bit of. And then know, you hear the name of his lawyer, you're like, on sounds the like lawyer, a oh, he's, he's next door neighbors with one of the owners. Yeah, there's a little bit of like fishiness it's here. It's all good, and then man. Two, uh, three, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, six. ten. Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah, no, this is. <laughs> yeah, right. But what if, is if you it? had
0: to get a name for like a greasy, um, you know, Tony. like. like Tony Buzz. Yeah, like, like that's the name you. you, you it's like if there was an EA game for lawyers, for crappy yeah. lawyers, like that's one of the auto-generated names. It's like a seventh round draft pick of uh cheesy lawyers, <laughs> right? Like
1: Yeah, Saul Goodman <laughs> is like the number one, like the first round or yeah, pick. pick. And Tony Busby is like it kind of creeps in like the third, fourth round, you know, like Tony Busby is like a good name.
0: Like you change you change the name because it's too obvious. Like it's like yeah. having uh a, a, you know a place kicker whose name is Kickerton. You know, like it's 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 two <laughs> on the nose. It's one of those.
1: <laughs> Kickerman, Kickerman. <laughs> Jewish um, yeah, so guy, ob- Edward Kickerman.
0: <laughs> um, obviously, we're going to get more information uh, as it comes out. Uh, but this is just a, the, a strange situation. From the beginning, Like, um, you, you never see a quarterback of this talent at his age Try and make himself available, try and force himself out of town, especially after he just signed a contract extension. Yeah. Um, and then the next thing is, um, with the next thing, like, and, uh, you know, I just, I'm looking at this from the purely the, the business part of this. Um, I can imagine women who were victimized, who see his name in the news, see that he's, you know, trying to get a new contract and it's all over the place and is feeling absolutely tormented by this. Uh, like, on the Watson's Watson side of this, don't you think, if you're actually guilty, don't you think that this would have happened if you sort of put your name out there? Like, does what he do legitimately, mean? if he did, the, if he absolutely did this, do you think there's a possibility that he thinks that he did nothing wrong and he sort of deserves everything he's gotten? Like,
1: is, uh, it, I, it, is it the I two sides of the story that, so <laughs> far apart? So, I mean, we haven't heard any stories of him actually, like, physically forcing himself on somebody, right? So, I think no, it's all, what are the, like... Some what are the,
2: of the accusations especially? are pretty out there, so...
1: I think that in his head, and this is the problem with most men, is that they think that they're... It's like, you try once, they say no, you try a second time, they say no, you try a third time, when they say no, you're like, okay. But those two times that you try, they said no... That's the part we're talking about. I think that that's what Deshaun Watson thinks. He's just like, oh, I was just hitting on her. She said no, and I let her go, but not realizing the damage that he had done before. It's not like he's a, it's not like he's eagle size. You know, the guy's like 6'4", 220 pounds. Like he's a, he's a big dude, and he's imposing, and he has a big name, and he's a, an important person. And it's just, it's it, it more intimidating than anything else. And I think that for the fact that we had women coming out and and actually talking is great, but. And I want to encourage those people that were affected to talk to speak up. It always brings me back to this documentary that I saw. Well, it's not. It's a show that I saw on Netflix called Unbelievable. I don't know if you guys saw it. No. And uh, it's about – it starts off with a girl and she gets uh, raped in her apartment. And then the cops basically like, don't believe her. They don't believe her because of X, Y, Z reason. Like they're just like, okay, did you imagine this? Like are you sure? Like all these weird things, you know. And then she ended up – having to pay a fine because she falsely accused somebody of doing it because she wasted the cops time because she ended up, the cops ended up convincing her to say that she didn't get raped. And eventually it leads to a, uh, a, a serial rapist that goes through, that goes through another like 10 women. And, uh, and she wasn't believed and that was the whole thing. Right. So it's, it gets to a point where you just don't believe one and then you can hurt all of them. And that's what, what we're getting to now. Let's wait till the details come out and then we'll be fine from that. I think. Yeah. And
0: I think, I think as, one hard thing we're going to see, One thing we're going to see in the future uh, is the NFL will start to, kind of like with the Rookie Symposium, working with players, trying to get them not to blow all their money. I think, you know, learning how to treat women and, and stuff like that, because especially a lot of these guys coming from a college campus where they got basically everything handed to them. A lot of them, we've seen cases, like in the case of Darius Geis, where... You know, his rape was covered up by people who worked at the school, or you know, even in cases of coaches. And of course, what happened at Penn State was awful. I think we're going to see uh, part of the involvement with it, with the the at the rookie symposium, is to be like, okay, well, not only we're we going to talk to you about your finances, but we're going to talk to you about normal human interactions and the way you need to behave in society. And and I think that's important. I think that's part of the education that they're they're lacking just by having sort of the campus at their fingertips. You know.
2: I'm actually going to have a, a similar point just in terms of what the NFL is going to do in the whole situation. Like, I'm going to pivot to the business side of it. If you're the Texans, whether he's guilty or not of what's happened, there's a precedent of Ben Roethlisberger and Ezekiel Elliott being investigated for similar incident, and they get a six-game suspension or they're withdrawn from the league. Again, just during the investigation period, right? So... For the first six games, Texans aren't going to have a quarterback. So even if Deshaun Watson was holding out, well, now they're not going to have him anyways, right? So what do you yeah. do? Do you sign someone? Do you bring in your backup? Are you already looking to <laughs> well, make Well, they a signed
0: move? Finley. They signed Finley from yeah. uh, the Bengals, so, mm. so yeah, that's
1: that's the. Point. I think I think that they have to go quarterback because they don't know the future of Deshaun Watson does not belong with the Texans. You know, what I mean, regardless yeah. of the situation, I think that if all these allegations, if some whatever happens to the allegations, if there's hush money or whatever, I think the Texans would do themselves and the and the the uh, the organization a, a service like everybody, their fans, everybody a service by not signing Deshaun Watson just because of the these allegations. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen, but at the end of the day, he doesn't want to be there anyway so they shouldn't even think about him as an option going forward
0: that said the texans uh, are currently the, the, the team ceo is an evangelist who convinced the team owner that he was the best candidate that could be ceo of the organization Jesus a guy amen. who is largely hated by every player on the team um and ex-players of the team by the way as well um We see this sometimes in sports where ex-players and team uh, staff get into it. Uh, A situation arose this week uh, with some comments made by Steve Kerr uh, on the Ringer podcast. I couldn't get a succinct clip, so I'll explain uh, what he said. He said that the last championship run where they lost to Toronto was less fun than last season where they only won 15 games. Now... Drew Schiller put out a tweet and the way he framed the tweet and the tweet doesn't say anything different from what Steve Kerr is saying but I could understand Steve's reaction which we'll also listen to in a second. His tweet said something to the effect of uh, Steve Kerr says he preferred winning 15 games to the last season with Kevin Durant. He's he singled out Kevin Durant where Steve Kerr did not single at, uh, uh, Kevin Durant and here is uh, the response.
2: This is uh, hilarious. <laughs> Just straight up.
0: Yeah, so, uh, but I had I had a video clip of, of uh, his video response, but it's Steve Kerr's response to it. You go, I guess I put the wrong – yep, clearly.
1: Here. Yeah, it's not in so there. Steve
0: Kerr actually went off on him. And Steve Kerr's never really gone off on uh, media guys before. He's been kind of a media darling, and he's kind of a player's coach, right? So people generally like him. Um, but, yeah, he actually went off on this because he felt he was poorly represented. But so now I've given you sort of the context as I've understood it um, – let me let me know what you
1: think about it, Terry. I, I mean, listen. I think what Steve Kerr, all he was saying was that last year we didn't have any pressure. Like, we yeah. kind of knew the season that we're going into. So we just had fun with it. Like, we, we won 15 <laughs> games. Boo-hoo. Like, we've won three championships, you know what I mean, as a unit. So it's, I, I this, think it's uh, crazy. Raymond and But it's typical, to... it, it's typical journalism where you
0: – It's not typical journalism. Not typical it's
1: journalism. journalism. It's typical – it's poor journalism. <laughs> But it's a typical. You see it a lot more often than you should. Where you kind of yeah. change it, it's like where last two years ago he had Kevin Durant. That's the outlier. So why did he not like that team as opposed to last year's team? You know what I mean? Like it, there's all that, and it's it's just it's just clickbait. That's all it is. And I know
0: so this,
2: is a, this is a like, clip, Steve right?
0: Kerr's actual reaction. Yeah, it's, it's perfect, you That's one. Thank you.
2: No, I haven't. And now it's <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I heard it before.
0: I know. Every time. I know.
2: Uh, every time. Let's try this again, shall
0: we?
1: I was, You played it while I was talking. before.
3: I know. Fucking technology.
1: I blame uh, pieces computer. Uh, Raymond alerted <laughs> hey, to something. I, computer. I did a
3: podcast a few nights ago with uh, Logan Murdoch, and I mentioned uh, during the podcast that uh, last season, in which we had the worst record in the league, was more enjoyable from a coaching standpoint than the previous season when we lost in the finals. Mm-hmm. And uh, the context um, was uh, basically that after the five-year run that we were on, uh, that fifth year was just an absolute bear. It was the stress level, um, you know, two uh, season-ending injuries during the finals. Um, You know, DeMarcus also had a serious injury that took him out of the playoffs for six weeks. We had all kinds of stress. The whole point of the conversation was the the stress of – the, uh, the five year run compared to coaching a team of young guys that doesn't win any game, many games, uh, but is eager to learn. And I made the comment sort of offhanded that last year was more enjoyable uh, than that previous season. Um, and that was, and I, you know, that was it. That was my comment. Drew Schiller decided to tweet today that Steve Kerr said he enjoyed last season more than Kevin Durant's last year with the Warriors. Okay, so I wanna make this extremely clear. If you, uh, if you want to um, actually get the story accurate, I encourage you to listen to the podcast before um, we sort of take this story into offshoots and, and uh, use that as my quote, because um, th- that is the furthest thing from the truth. It was a terribly unfair shot, um, completely taking something out of context to the point where people are going to read it and think that that was my quote. Um, And you guys have all been very fair to me over the years, and I rarely have any complaints. I know that uh, I am fair game for criticism anytime anytime we play a game. I'm going to make bad decisions that you can criticize. I'm going to... Uh, do plenty of things that you can criticize, and I deserve it. Uh, but to take that comment and put it in. And
2: there's a part two. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, we got the, the vibe what do you so
3: say? irresponsible and damaging, and I'm angry. I um, and I know what's going to happen. I know this is going to be taken out and onto the morning shows, and, and people are going to be talking about it, and they're going to use. He's talking too much. What what they think is like, a
1: quote that is actually the problem with Steve Kerr is that he 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 needs people's approval, and he's always been like that. He needs. Well, like he's, you said always, before, he's always had it. Yeah, like, he's a player. He never he's lost as a coach, player, right? right? Like, he likes him.
0: As a player, he played for two great organizations. He played for the Bulls. He played for uh, the the the, the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Right <laughs> then, uh, as a coach, uh, Mark Jackson, uh, for some reason, doesn't realize having Steph Curry. And Clay Thompson on the court at the same time is awesome. Um, and he, you know, he doesn't get to keep his job. Steve Kerr takes his place and does one thing. He just says, hey, these are two of the greatest shooters of all time. Let's put them on the court at the same time. And basically the team is instantly awesome, instantly a contender. They then go on to win uh, three championships. Uh, they do the last one with Kevin Durant. I think The way I heard the comments, and I had already heard the podcast before uh, this came out, um, I kind of giggled them like, yeah, because Kevin Durant is a miserable guy. Uh, but that's like, whatever. Like, I wouldn't actually report that. I, you know, I think what it is is that the way I understood it is winning is nice. It's also not everything. You need to enjoy the environment. We've seen it all the time, Terry, with guys who leave the Patriots who say, yeah, we won, but I didn't like going to work every day. And it's not that environment's not for everybody. Similarly, the environment with, let's say, a guy like Draymond Green who's going light to a, light a fire under your ass, that's not for everyone.
1: Enoch Muamba was on Weekly Sauce uh, last week, and he told us um, a lot of people are able to stay in the NFL. And because he played a year with the Colts, and he's like, a lot of people are able to stay in the NFL and make millions or whatever. But the pressure is just too much, and they can't handle it, and they go to the CFL because there's less pressure. They make enough money, and they're gone. You know what I mean? So it's like people. Some people don't want that 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 pressure and that that uh, that feedback all the time, negative being negative, expectations, all the shit. And the thing about Kerr is that he's always lived up to this expectation. So now, as soon as somebody brings him back down, he's like, "Hey, no, this is what really happened. Like, you don't he, Steve Kerr doesn't have to justify himself. He's like known around the league as one of like the nicest guys. Yeah, he's kind of like almost like, it's almost like he's the nerd of the coaches. You know what I mean? Like, there's that video, famous video he's of Chris a Paul. He's the young Rick
0: Popovich. Like, you, yeah. everyone loves Rick Popovich, right? Same yeah. Thing.
1: He, there's the video of Chris Paul looking at him and laughing, and then when, as soon as the Kerr turns around, he's like, fuck you. Like, it's just like he's he's the guy that wants to be everybody's friend, but not everybody yeah. kind of is like, they like him, but that's pretty much it. But he wants people's approval, and he shouldn't ask for it. The guy's already accomplished so much in his career. Well,
0: and, and the thing is, is that um, I think Kerr was trying to say, like, you know, the, the, the environment – is is not, like, not every environment works for everyone. Steve yeah. Kerr got punched in the face by Michael Jordan, famously, right? Like, we all saw The Last Dance. Like, that's that's a famous story even before The Last Dance came out. Everyone knew that. Um, but Steve Kerr was the kind of competitor that that didn't matter to him. That's, you know what? You know, He's like, he I deserve it. As, MG was right. I deserved it. I got to get the shot, and that's it. And lo and behold, he ends up making a huge shot for the balls on the stretch. But, yeah. uh, he like, I give credit to him saying – He's a guy who took a punch in the face who's not like everyone should be like me and should de- you know deal with teammates that way. He's like, yeah it just didn't work out and, and in the end and it, you know it wasn't a good environment like so I, I give him kudos I also I want to bring up two tweets by Bamani Jones of ESPN I, I love Bomani Jones I think he's one of the smartest guys uh, in sports media he
3: uh-huh. had
0: two he had two posts uh, about uh, Drew Schiller, who is the guy who wrote the, who wrote the tweet. Uh, Drew Schiller writes for a Warriors blog. Um, and I want you to rate them. Rate them one to 10 on on his call out of Drew Schiller. Uh, Moani says, I called you on the phone because of how you misrepresented me, and you were similarly apologetic. So when are you going to stop doing it?
1: Uh, eight.
0: Eight? Okay. And yeah, now I want.
1: I like. Okay. I like it because it's straight to the point. You know, he, brings, he references a conversation that he had, an experience that he had with the same person. You know, it could have, he could have had maybe more of a zinger at the end. But like, so that's what I'm getting in. If he had the zinger, it would be a 10, but that was an 8.
0: Let's see, let's see if he measures up. Let's see if he measures up. Uh, Drew Post's wild stuff gets called out, is overwhelmingly nice in apology, then does it about someone else. Buddy's going to have to change his whole steez <laughs> if he means any of what he says after the fact.
1: I'm going to give us an additional 8.5 because he added yeah, that's his steez. So, yeah. 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 So
0: it's, a a that was a good it's a half a point. It's half a point. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Um, we got we got no guest today. Uh, we're gonna have we will have someone on next week. We had someone fall through unfortunately last minute. Um, hope, it's someone who's played in the NCAA and we want to talk to him about March Madness. So hopefully I can get him on for next week. Uh, if not,
2: we'll get someone else.
0: Um, we got guests eh. lined up anyway.
2: In the meantime, uh, we got some rapid fire for everyone. Before we do that, just a reminder, like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, to I was going to say our that before pieces. you cut,
0: off, cut me off for Rapid Fire, Eagle. <laughs> like, subscribe, do all those things. Follow Eagle home. Take him, take him
2: home in a handbag. Our first Rapid Fire, Crackdown. Uh, Jess passin', Passan. Jeff Passon. Uh, has reported that the MLB will be cracking down on foreign substances by increasing monitoring uh, with the compliance officers, inspections, and spin rate analysis on baseballs. Is this the end of the drug era of MLB as we know it?
1: Listen, I'm going to tell you this. As a guy who's done it and a guy who's enjoyed it and a guy who's like, if you're on it, playing baseball, it's okay, they're going to find a way.
0: So what do you mean by on it? Do you mean on spin rate? On the sauce. Yeah, I know. It was on
1: spin rate. Where do we limit this foreign, uh, what is it, foreign substances? Are we talking about food? I mean, because, like, there's a lot of Dominicans in the league. They want to bring some mamawana in, get your libido going. I mean, is that foreign, uh, considered a foreign substance? Are they allowed using that? I mean, I don't know.
0: I will say, uh, if you have a Mamoana and your re- erection lasts more than four hours, you will get a high five by the doctors. And call um, me. Call absolutely, either. call me. <laughs> Bang. I'll be like, bro, that's awesome. Dude, um, hey. <laughs> I, I, I feel I, I feel like MLB always misses the point where like, look, man, I get it. Drugs are bad for people, but I kind of love the monsters. Like the best times of baseball have always been with cheating. So the like, way I
1: see it is that if, if it's a contact sport, there shouldn't be any uh, steroid allowing so like uh uh, combat sports football hockey you know basketball to a certain extent soccer go ahead baseball go ahead like it only uh, like
0: it only enhances here's my question but tell me why does it only matter in baseball because name the last nfl player suspended for steroids name the last basketball player suspended for steroids name the last hockey player suspended for steroids
1: uh, the, there only, we go. the only, the only, the only full player I could think of that was suspended by steroids, and I'm, I'm drawing on his name. Oh, uh, Meriwether.
0: Okay, that's. Still, I was going. Uh, how long ago is that? It's, it, they're both about a decade old. I'm they're both coaching Josh in the Gordon, league, if I'm but not mistaken. That's a different
2: reason. So. Yeah, yeah, that's Josh the the got, dude sus-
1: got suspended football. for like the good kind of drugs. Yeah. The one that Pease is going to be on in about 35 minutes.
2: 18 seconds.
1: <laughs> so that's when it kicks in.
2: Next, uh, mic'd up. Uh, we all know that referees have a little bit of bias when it comes to officiating, but this one takes the cake. In referee team, uh, Tim Peel will no longer be working NHL games for this. I hope, I
0: it, was it wasn't much, but I wanted to get
3: a fucking penalty against
2: Nashville early in. The- and
1: there we go. So okay, so i I'm, I'm I'm defending Tim Peel. Like, to the fucking this – is, this is the way it works in hockey, okay? And a lot of hockey guys out there, and they're going to – they'll most likely agree with me. I'm not for a ref giving an additional penalty to a team for no fucking reason. But I am for refs controlling the game. If the game before – and a lot of – these teams play each other nine times, okay? They're going to play each other nine times. This is probably the fifth meeting that this team has played. These teams have played. So it's Nashville against uh, Carolina? I don't remember who it is. But anyway, the, player, the team is Nashville. So um, if the game before the team is hacking, they're using their sticks a lot, whatever, the ref needs to immediately – It was Detroit, contro- by the way. Detroit, okay. The ref needs to immediately come out and control the game. So he calls a hacking penalty really early. He's like, I want to call Nashville early because last game they were going all over the place. So this way we can control what's going on and we can set the tone for the game. I'm, not, I'm really okay with this. The only pro- – his problem is that he got caught on the mic.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, and it's, you have to do it, right? As the NHL, you have to save face. You have to be so, our referees are impartial, blah blah blah. But behind the scenes, you they're being coached to do exactly that. If you if
1: the if he was mic'd up longer, if we can hear the rest, you should hear what, what coaches and refs say to each other. And you'll be shocked at the shit that they tell each other.
0: This is to me, this is the what the NHL did as a reaction is the makeup call of makeup calls. So like <laughs> if you have an issue with what happened, you're actually not addressing the issue. You're just suspending the one guy who's doing the thing that everyone else is doing. You're basically penalizing one guy to set the tone. It's exactly what he did. I, I just I saw <laughs> it and I instantly laughed because I know Terry. This is a, it's not just in in, in hockey. We yeah, know basketball. in basketball it last, you know two minutes of the game. It's not ref the same way. The NFL is definitely not ref the same way in in you know the last you know five minutes of the fourth quarter than it is the beginning of the game. It's just the way it is. Um, the thing I found funny is Peel was set to retire at the end of the season at 53 years old. Guaranteed, it's just an early retirement package. Yeah, Do yeah. just get some some extra vacation time. High five to Tim Peel.
1: Good for Tim Peel.
2: Next, prime time. Uh, the Washington football team has recently put out some news that they might keep their current name of the WFT as a permanent item. They're still evaluating other names. I don't think they've confirmed that they're keeping it, but they said it's still on their radar. They said it's uh, indefinite. Yes. Uh, because they're still looking for a new name, if that. Uh, this also happens on the heels of Dan Snyder making a move to buy out the minority ownership of the Washington football team with a small loan of $450 million from the NFL Finance Committee. That's unbelievable. So
1: he's going to pay for the, the rest of the ownership by yep. using the a fund that he doesn't own.
0: Yep. Well, Terry, we had a conversation with someone on this podcast about... Just how you do that, because if you remember, that's how David Sampson was able to yeah. get the Marlins uh, with a 10-year interest-free loan, uh, which we talked about in our with David Sampson. Um, yeah, these kind of things happen. Um, yeah, every time I see WFT, by the way, I always think it's, what the fuck? Um, my brain just does it automatically. It's WTF. Uh, but in the end, it's not going to matter. Dan Snyder's consolidating, uh, I imagine, because... Uh, Steve Jeff Bezos is going to come in, make make an offer, make everyone super rich, and Dan Snyder is going to be the first of many to profit off of this, and they will be renamed the Washington Primes.
1: I just, I just, I just had this weird image. You said Steve Bezos, and I immediately went Steve Wilkos. How much do Steve Wilkos and Jeff Bezos look like each other? It's It's so
0: I have I have a confession to make. (laughs) I I I did that in my brain before I said Jeff Bezos. I don't know why. I did that a thousand percent. A thousand percent.
2: That's why with Steve, it's the weirdest
1: thing. Steve Wilkos and Jeff Bezos separated at birth.
2: Yeah, evil Next. twins. They're uh, both evil. Just dance. Uh, shortly after the Miami Dolphins traded for Isaiah Wilson, who was a first round pick last year, the team cut him after a video surfaced of him hitting a vape and dancing on a car. And so he posted a video of which he then responds uh, to what's going on, essentially. Uh which is let's just say this is not PG. My work ethic suck.
0: My work ethic is trash. I'm so lazy. Ooh, how did they see my Twitter name was lazy? Bitch! Been working a fuck to six since I was fourteen, pussy. And then I started trying to tap myself in, bitch. I ain't doing light.
2: You know what? I want y'all niggas to do four drugs every day for the rest of your fucking life, and then come talk to me.
0: My work.
1: Life. What was the video of the drugs?
0: It's uh, gone by that now. was yeah. It's another. That's all of the video. Uh, so what?
1: So, what is he trying to say that he works hard? Yeah,
0: I, I th- work hard. I play think,
3: hard.
0: I think. Yeah. I think the dude's got some stuff going on, and. I don't think it's the Dolphins' responsibility. It's not It's not uh, the Titans' responsibility uh, because he's not an employee for either organization anymore. That said, it, it seems... Look, no one acts this way out of sheer responsibility, right? Like, if you're an irresponsible person and you screwed up one job, you're going to try at least at the beginning at your next job. He missed team meetings uh, on... Um, what's it called? On... Um, not Skype because we're on Skype, but the other one. With did the Zoom. Uh, oh. He missed. He missed. Uh, so he missed those teleconferencing meetings. He missed his physical. He missed uh, a man. So who's he going to play for? You
1: think the Cowboys are going to pick him up or the Bengals? Probably. Or?
0: I mean, look. I, I think the guy's talented. I think he's got a lot going on. I think uh, something has to be done for players that are obviously suffering from uh, whether it's addiction. I don't know if that's the case here, or uh, you know, mental health issues. I don't know whose responsibility it is, Terry, but. I think someone needs to step up because um, I know I tend to be the apologist in this, but I just – he doesn't strike me. And I see that video. I see a dude, you know, upset about what happened. He's kind of crying. He's saying people don't understand him. But there are people who understand. There are people who are professionals who understand. And it's clear he's not getting the help he needs. So I don't know. I have no I have no solution. I don't know who can help him because I don't think it's this team's responsibility. But uh, I think someone should help players – uh, in
1: that kind of situation, I just don't know who. You, oh, Miami Dolphins traded for. I'm like, I'm like,
0: I. I'm they like, traded I thought, it, but it was like a seventh round pick. Like it was.
2: Oh, okay. It I was, thought it, it was, was
0: free, basically.
1: Okay, yeah, it's just a salary dump, basically. Yeah. For the Texans, for the Titans. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: I was like, fuck, because I'm like, I thought he played for the Titans. I was 100. percent It's The guy that went to yeah, Georgia, he was the first right?
0: First round pick last season for the Titans.
1: It's the guy that went to Georgia, right? Oh, okay. That's what okay. I knew I was talking about the same guy, but I was like, "How, how can he play for the Dolphins?" I remember.
0: Right. Him. I was. I, I saw him play in college, Terry. I saw him mow down a dude at Georgia Tech who was half his size, <laughs> and like, you know, uh, the guy was just a, a phenom. But uh, you know, it's clear he's got other stuff going on.
2: Next, crystal clear. Uh, Cubs minor league prospect Jesus Camargo was pulled over after seen speeding and drifting between lanes, and it turns out he was carrying 21 pounds of meth in his baseball bag.
1: Call Corey. Call Corey. Corey Kennedy. <laughs> call because he's he was Corey Kennedy was involved with the uh, the the young guys right like the he, the farm he works in the
2: minor league system yeah
1: yeah the farm the system Cubs. he so was on he our would, show yeah he would know who Jesus Camargo is right.
2: Why well, weren't they supposed to send the car to pick him up? Like, why is he driving?
1: Why do you have meth?
2: Yeah, that's the bigger <laughs> question, Eagle. Why meth?
1: Why, like, it, if, you, if it was cocaine, I'd be like, oh, fuck, cocaine. Why meth?
0: It's just like, you know, you, you throw in a party and, and someone shows up like 15 minutes late. You're like, you're not like, why are you late? You're like, why do you have 21 pounds of meth?
1: Oh, man, is this, guy, this guy guy's in bad with some people and they're like, okay, we need you to bring this here so you can get the money to give to me because your family is going to die. Like, that's, I think that's what, what's happening here.
0: Yeah, because twenty-one pounds uh, is a lot. Like I've, I've checked in bags regularly for flights that weigh a lot less than twenty-one pounds. So that's <laughs> that's a that's a ton of math. It's a
2: ton of math. It's,
1: it's twenty-one pounds of math. math. Twenty-one pounds, not a ton.
0: Thanks.
2: I, new math, bro. New math. <laughs> And last topic for today, get in, loser. We're getting chicken nuggets, a Tennessee woman. which We get in chicken nuggets.
0: It's an internet thing. You
2: can't scoop the me. Otherwise, it's not yeah. the meme. We get in chicken nuggets. I'm sorry. Um, there go. So before I read the rest of this, is Tennessee the new Florida when that they leak police reports?
1: No, Florida's always going to Florida. Okay,
2: yeah. this says, somehow a Tennessee woman, Tennessee. and I read another article today about a Tennessee woman. So I'm like, something's going on here. Uh, assaulted moving. her girlfriend before biting a police officer due to a dispute about chicken nuggets. What's a There's dispute? No is or or what not? happened?
0: So I mean, that's I, my question: Is what do you think the dispute is, Terry? If you yeah. read this, like, what's what's something about? chicken nuggets let you and i are in a situation you're gonna get so mad at me about chicken nuggets you're gonna end up biting a police officer you took it what's the thing what does it you, for you
1: you took my chicken nuggets the police officer took my chicken nuggets that would be, that would be the only reason why i would bite a police officer is if you took my chicken nuggets
0: i mean if it was wings and you left me with all flats you ate all the drumettes that's gonna do it for me that's
1: oh you're that oh you're a up.
0: drum guy I'm a drumette guy 100%. Oh, because
1: I go I, – I take the – like I pinch and I go – and it comes right I think out.
0: we discussed in the show. I, I take the drums, I crack the cartilage in a circle, and then slide the meat off into my mouth. That's how I do it. Uh, I think to, to answer your question, Eagle, I think the uh, the answer to the Florida man is the Tennessee woman.
2: <laughs> and there we go. That's how the perfect we wrap marriage. this show, boys. Uh, remember to
0: watch, like, subscribe. Uh, we appreciate – Anyone who does, and for those of you who haven't done it yet, please do, because advertising is how we get paid. I prefer to do it another way. I'd like to live in wild in the Wild West, steal some horses, sell some stolen horses. That's how we would make money. Instead, we need to rely on advertising. So please subscribe. We'll get more advertisers. We'll produce more content. We're already producing so much. We love you so much at Hot Sauce Sports. Thank you, Terry, for everything you've done. Thank you, Eagle, for everything you've done. And thank you all for letting me be myself. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports.